Yes. Because we don't know when we will die, we get to think of life as an inexhaustible well. Yet everything happens only a certain number of times, and a very small number, really. How many more times will you remember a certain afternoon of your childhood? Some afternoon that's so deeply a part of your being that you can't even conceive your life without it. Perhaps four or five times more. Perhaps not even that. How many more times will you watch the full moon rise? Perhaps twenty. And yet it all seems a little just. Are you not mourn those who got lost so on this one right here this episode this is episode number five and uh, I'm calling it and it's something uh, I had written in my journal the morning of 5 3 16 and uh, that's the day I got released and then the night the fateful night that the uh, eagle eye had fucking decreed or they say the Norns decreed they like to uh, think that they're God or something and fucking moving pieces on a chessboard. And that's a good movie, too. That reminds me of, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, I don't know. It's an old Max von Sydow movie. And, uh, yeah, where he's a knight, came back from the Crusades, and he meets death. And they sit there and they, the seven deadly sin or, they play a game of chess, and anyways, I had a chess game idea based on this this movie. Anyhow, <clears throat> anyhow, so yeah, that's for another time. So I'm gonna read this right here from my journal, and maybe uh, elaborate on it a little bit. Let's see here. So the morning of five three sixteen, my eventual release from incarceration had arrived. Having endured a short stint of reflection from which an elusive criminal suppository redeemed debt to society and penance, his morphing existence. Familiar companion to accompany one's reintegration, another face reminiscent, a style reflecting a brutal aggression time since past. Only momentary or only momentary in the episode, the pages panel times three. Thrice the reality then conquered. Unknowing one's identity, yet determined the glow in the bear's eye sparked the unpleasant memory. Yes, I smiled at his recognition with satisfaction. Conquest, dominance, complacent waters therefore stilled with calm introspection unspoken thus mutual a short drive from one point to the next deposited unto desired destination such a beautiful endeavor unsuspecting this man's arrival so that right there is talking about the morning I got out and get on the little shuttle bus that takes you from the jail to the to the downtown bus station and my homeboy was on the bus and then uh and then this fool uh that we recognized each other I'd say uh, one of my, uh, like a, somebody, a combatant, I would have to say. When I used to live, uh, some fool I smashed and he recognized me. And yeah, so, you know, we had this mutual understanding. Like, yeah. 
so anyways, it was that uh, be a little bit more trying to be a storyteller, but I don't like to like be all put too much out there. But uh, it was at the uh, Pyrenees at this Pyrenees restaurant that had a hotel above it that I was staying at. I risked I rented a little room. It's a little hole in the wall, but the the little uh, the Pyrenees they had it, that bar cafe. It's a Basque restaurant. It was pretty good food to hang out for some bikers and and uh, anyways, fucking uh, I was up, I lived up there and there's some this fool, uh, this fucking uh, this Mexican dude, he's all in and out of there, fucking making all kinds of noise all night and fucking and or just being loud and and he didn't even live there, and so I ended up talking to some of the people that right there in my right my neighbors at my room. And they tell me who he was, and I'm like, all right. And I only been there, <clears throat> and I had my comrade was there with me, and uh, oh, he don't even live here, he don't even belong in here, and people ain't even supposed to be coming in there. It's supposed to have the door locked, but other people are letting them in. So I was gonna put the hammer down, and uh, like, start fucking regulating shit there. You know what I mean? And I got my fucking comrade right there. You know what I mean? He's down fucking for whatever. So uh. So where he was keeping his stuff, like a couple suitcases, whatever, that I took him out of that person's room. I said, I'm throwing this dude out. So we threw all his shit out there on the fucking sidewalk. And he come rolling up, ended up smashing him and stomping him out right there in front of the Pyrenees. <laughs> and fucking all <laughs> Yeah. And fucking, uh, that was pretty cool, dude. Anyway, so we seen each other. I mean... So that's the dude that I seen on the bus. All right. So that you know, that's just the fucking short of it. Anyways, <laughs> that motherfuckers be like, you know what? You're a fucking. You probably one of the motherfuckers who probably need to be that need to be fucking targeted and all that bullshit and torture. You know what? Fuck you, dude. I live my life, and that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Who are you motherfuckers, dude? You're over there fucking trying to interview and tell the fucking child molester fucking rapist story. It's because you're going to get some fucking headlines. Motherfuckers like me are trying to murder these motherfucking people. So, you know, that just tells you where fucking where we're at here. Motherfuckers like you want to fucking make a story out of it. I want to write a motherfucker's obituary. So fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you and fuck these other motherfuckers that do this shit. <clears throat> no. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Saying goodbye to friendship presence with the promise to reunite. Aye, aye, Captain. I must therefore pursue desire. Does it lust? Platonic is my matter interested. She welcomes me without hesitation, and the communion begins. Communications regarding everything acknowledged. My lips refrain. The kiss, they're eager to become known. So I ran into a homegirl. I mean, we have a this mutual this mutual like attraction and affection for each other but we're more platonic you know what I mean but we're still fucking affection and all that shit with each other <clears throat> and fucking handle you know I mean we're like best friends in a way but uh embracing my love to plant the affectionate seed yeah she's a solid ass woman a connection with her younger generation she had like a little like 17 18 year old daughter and shit but Collective interest bespoken, manifested are these relations cultivating life. 
her generous nature. And me, I'm always like the uncle. I'm like the uncle, you know what I mean? Fucking big brother type. Anyways. Or these relations cultivating life. Her generous nature at its will to accommodate a needing soul. I gratefully accept. All to the better, quality time invested towards something more. Perhaps prospective. The sun does shine this beautiful day as I remember it. Almost perfect in motion, the transition our tasks pursue. So I guess being, because I, after I got off the bus, I, I had him drop me off like right, I was on the way, so I had the bus driver drop me off like right across the street from her apartment and shit. And fucking, so I could just step right over there. And so she had some shit to do, and so we went to go do that together and, you know, take care of business. My one priority must endeavor itself directly to accomplish reunity to my significant other, the real son, most true. Yeah, my little boy, he was just a baby at that time. Uh, a bottle of wine, the night train. And see that right there? That's the problem right there. It's like when you get out and you go right back to doing what you was doing, you know, drinking, doing dope, like I was saying, you got to, uh, getting high, there's a, there's a saying, it goes, uh, out the gate by eight, in the spoon by noon, and back in the pen by ten. But this, uh, I was going to share that in my one of my war stories, because it seems like people like my war stories. There's some pretty crazy shit, dude. All right. <clears throat> I was looking for my son. So my son's over at, over at his grandparents, and uh, so I went over there to visit him. Because she got arrested Well, I was in jail And then uh, and Then my little street daughter Who she was hanging out with So I'm going to look for her You know what I mean To find out what happened The night you know I mean, I need to find out some business I need to go dig up some dirt And do my research And that's on, In that motion That's when I ended up in the, Over there off of Cottonwood And fighting with that Cointel Pro operation over there Getting stabbed up and shit. So, uh, a bottle of wine, the night train, quenching a thirst for more, not something rather intangible, inviting, substantial substance, and a shared beverage, once more a familiar face, encouraging my presence. Likely as I do to feel it, appreciating a disregard, forward I must ride. The path is lit, my focus determined. The mind regards the periphery. The periphery, the environment again experienced as I feel somehow at home, another face in the crowd unrecognized, absent the population neither near me nor about me. Lone Wolf, his personal universe, travails the streets now adopted a present life. None there relocated an extended family. Neighbors most endearing with a love and respect. I learn nothing. An introduction. Am I an individual implanted to the lady's memory? The children. Their nature very pleasing to know. What might their future be relevant to our own? The steps I take. A direction most true. Once again acquaintances involved. Interactions. Relationship resumed. These are always moments for bonding. Informations learned assistance for what is necessary, flirtation, mistaken identity, pleased to know. I'll see you all later, but maybe I won't. 
Hindsight always learns you better, not in regret. No judgment. One's decisions and how they could be utilized in wisdom from out personal knowledge. Do you know yourself? Cannot you slow your roll? As the saying is bled, I found my way as I know its truth. As wonderful it developed, the happiness and joy to find my son. Safe with family, grandparents, and I as one. Then again, what was my rush? To depart, leaving as quickly. To what end? That much of in a hurry to self-destruct. The dysfunction within. I know not what. Why there remains an existence other than myself. And there it begins. From one party to the next. Glazed in a haze. There is no glossy finish to distraction. And there I found it. Impulse, manipulation, technology, only a blur compelling my to return, compelling me to return. Trampled do I revolve, rolling through violence, inevitable, the battle unfolds. Anonymous, anonymously do I wage the war towards victory, victory or be at death. So this, uh, this um, technology, manipulation, impulse, that was all that V2K and the Pro that ignited that match. <clears throat> Only to survive this niche, a warrior in his light, in his mind, psychological, physical, spiritual, there is a death wish, non-suicidal, ideological, true madness. It is what breathes my oxygen. Intoxicated, polluted, an EPA standard awaits a John Doe validation, yet refusal. These lone memories in the checks and balances. Love is my justice, anger my condemnation. Neither confused nor infused, I stifle on and on. Preparing my fare across the sticks, beyond the belonging, destiny, fate. Me and mine. All for one and one for all, this the ultimate matter, as a matter of fact, without question nor a doubt, indeed, obviously, what I am truly about, how they now understand, Whoville scandal. That's a bunch of fucking Whoville motherfuckers, dude. And I'm the motherfucking cat in a hat. This fuck comrades right here, this is dead friends. 46. The firm. Athletes to the front! Come on, 
So uh, it was a good comer right there. You know, did some time about 20 years ago. And uh, this oppression has sabotaged me in my employment. But this one right here, I have it from my notes about the Blattner, the company. I was going to go do some uh, work in wind energy. So, you know, I made a tweet. I did a tweet. I fucking Twittered. And about something to do old fucking Stephanopoulos and um, talking shit to old boy because you know he's one of those fucking liberal democrat type people and um, spitting out a bunch of fucking Marxist shit in my opinion but or maybe it's not even what he says I've seen him in the past since I was younger and I've seen the guy I've watched the news a long time and I don't really get off in all this stupid uh, this propaganda in politics but uh yeah so uh I've seen some of the stuff from when he was younger trying to push the fucking liberal envelope and then uh but since he's great you know and I wanted to touch on Golden Dawn and the nationalist of Greece so I was fucking I was spitting some shit at him man cause Sometimes you get that fucking little, that thorn, that thorn in your fucking thumb and shit, you know. So anyway, so I, I fucking did all this uh, tweeting at him, and then, um, and then I got a call. That's like the next day, the very next day after this tweet. To old Stephanopoulos, fucking, uh, I got a a call from the Blattner Energy from the HR lady. And her name is fucking Georgette. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean? Georgette, and this dude's name's George. So I'm listening. She leaves me a 
sent a message and I call her and then uh, I'm sitting there thinking about it and thinking, well, that sure is kind of fucking just all of a sudden, man. You know what I mean? I've tweeted this shit at old George Stephanopoulos and I'm getting a phone call from somebody named Georgette in regards to her employment, wanting to send me up to fucking North Dakota to build wind towers. I'm like, dude, that's like, in January, at the end of January. That's like in the dead of fucking winter, dude. Anyways, so I put this whole wheel in motion, like, all right, because I needed some climbing experience. So I put the wheel in motion, the ball in motion, so I could go through my school out to fucking West Texas where they have the wind energy program. And, you know, I fucking showed initiative. I got at the lineman, uh, dude, I mean the lineman at the school right here. The head of the lineman fucking with uh, uh, one of his, uh, somebody he had trained over in Sweetwater, I think it's called. So I get over there and I do all that. And then, uh, and then I don't hear nothing. You know, I'm not hearing nothing. And uh, so I start making phone calls. So now I'm, st- and I'm starting to think, I even called Georgette back to him, hey, to make, to verify that for sure who she was. I could be getting like a prank call through all this shenanigans and this targeting and these gang stalkers and this surveillance and all that playing games like they usually do. You know, I mean, most times do. They're doing this and that and the other just to harass a motherfucker. Just want to really get fucking serious about something. This kind of thing, dude. Oh, I wrote right here in my notes. Tweet in regards to George Stephanopoulos. Call from HR Georgette. Next day, had I been programmed to tweet pursuant to coming call or had HR been programmed after I had tweeted? Now that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the question right there. Knowing that they monitor everything, you know I mean? They surveil everything I'm doing and uh, take actions to uh, somehow make everything connected or uh, synchronized or is that synchronicity or rele- relevant and, um, uh, coordinated and everything else orchestrated so was it knowing they because they know that I sent my resume to this company because I have a couple friends that work for this company and they were out in Colorado um, I had like three homeboys from Bakersfield working for the same company dude and they're like dude you know, I'm trying to get me in there and so uh, knowing that I'm trying to get into this spot knowing that that's did they program me to where, knowing that I sent this resume and the HR person is Georgette, then they pr- like can somehow uh, program me or manipulated me or somehow uh, inculcated me to fucking uh, to make this tweet. Already knowing that I think fucking. Uh, anyways, or or you know what I'm saying? Or did they uh, after I made the tweet of my own volition, they. Uh, seen the connection somehow with Georgette and convinced her to take on my resume or and, and give me a call. I think it's the other way around. They already know who the Georgette was, know, researching everything that I do and seeing the connection with uh, with old fucking Stephanopoulos on there and programmed me somehow, some way to, uh, it could be the power of suggestion. I can't really describe it on that level but in either in either case it's what happened there's the connection there 
as I like to say, all things are relevant per, uh, pertaining to the deem the reality to be, or something like that. That's something how I say it. <clears throat> all things are relevant depending on how you see the reality to be. <clears throat> well, that's how I see that reality. <clears throat> that's interesting, too, because I started reading a book by the Church of the Creator, not Church of the Creator, <laughs> Church of the Creator, Church of Scientology, and uh, what's it? Uh, Free Matt Hale. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Free Matt Hale. <clears throat> Fucking uh, yeah, Scientology, they have this book, 8808 or 8088, and uh, they talk a lot about this uh, relativity type thing. It's like my theory of relativity. But uh, they also have this thing about relevance inside of that book. I found it kind of interesting <clears throat> when I had read it. I, I started reading it, and then I lost it somehow. I got snatched up by the cops when I was inside and <clears throat> for, like, cell extracting or something, getting into it, and they snatched me up, and all my stuff goes in the trash or whatever, and they put me in the hole. Well, that's that, dude. So that's one thing about this mind control thing, man. Who was being controlled right there? Whose strings were being pulled? You know what I mean? Was it my strings being pulled? And, you know, I've seen a lot of things, man. I always wonder maybe some of the things that I've done. I could have been fucking straight, straight puppet, dude. I could have been on that fucking string. I could be fucking uh, straight fucking dummy. You know what I'm saying? Old ventriloquist fucking dummy and shit. Fucking Chucky like a motherfucker. So we got to think about this, man. This is real shit. This shit is happening like that. And that's why I see a lot of it. I see things from people. Am all these people seriously fucking behaving this way or be like doing this? Are they like consciously or they are unconsciously don't even realize that they're on the motherfucking, on the motherfucking puppet stick? You know what I'm saying? It makes me wonder, man. And I think about these things. But I don't like to think about it too much because you know, I ain't got time for that fucking nonsense. You know? Okay, and then also I'm, st I'm trying to get this job still. And then I, I, I'm not hearing from this Georgette broad. And so I got switched over to, and then now she works for the legal, the law, she transferred into the law, the, the legal department of the company. And they hooked me in with this other dude, Hodari or something. And it sounds like some type of African name or something, I don't know. But, uh, and he had a sound like if he was like a Negro. So, uh, and I think while I was talking to him, and he, when he, when I mentioned before that he had this change of tone and attitude, that they had, uh, put something in his ear to sabotage my employment there. You know, I don't doubt it because they've done it between me before, sabotage me somehow, some way, or have, uh, in, what do you call it? instigated shit anyway some of them move on there's some of that sh next war story that happened for some of that v2k they did a lot of that v2k to to uh kick shit off dude as a as a uh catalyst straight up catalyst man and um and i call this one because you had that sublime song was what, 40 ounces of freedom I called this one the 60 units of freedom i was out of jail for like 36 hours man. and it involves one night train like the last one did with that damn say 60 units of freedom a funny one too Every, I mean my friend my homeboys when I ended up back and you know I mean I showed them the, the the police the police report and what I got arrested for and it was kind of comedy so I, I got out I don't know what I was in I don't know what year it was 2015 maybe nah in no way it was way further than that 
way before then. So I get out, I hit this, and I go to Oildale, and I go see, I go to the store right there, and I get me a bottle of nitrine. And I come walking up to the homeboy's house, he come pulling up on his dirt bike. Anyway, so we, we didn't end up getting high, and so end up over at the friend's, his wife's friend's house, and we're helping her move or something. And then uh, I go from there, because now I'm on the other side. I'm like right around the corner from my other homegirl, one of my, she's like my sister, homegirl, one of my ex-girlfriend's sister. And uh, so I go over to her for apartment. And I end up I'm smashing around. And I think I was trying to make some money, but <clears throat> I up getting a fight with a couple dudes at the next door neighbors, on the other side of the next complex. I fucking shit. I think they say things. I keep walking up and people, I hear this stuff and they're like, I think it's this V2K. They're trying to start fights with people, dude. And I'm like, what'd you fucking say? And I end up getting in a fight with people. I start smashing on people and I wonder why they're getting fucking smashed on. And they do it under the cover of people being intoxicated or something. To say, oh, well, you're just fucking, you're fucking ballistic and shit. <laughs> you're off the hook. Bullshit. Make people fucking cr- think they're crazy or something. <clears throat> it's not fucking happening. But anyhow, so later that night or whatever, I'm standing up in the living room and I got these big old headphones on my ears and uh, trying to help block out this sound. Like they look like earmuffs you'd see like on a re- runway, airport, like on the runway on an airport. And I'm standing in the middle of the living room with a shovel and and homegirl's on the couch playing with herself and shit and give me a show. I'm like, yeah. So I'm watching this and then we're supposed to be kicking it, like sleep on the back patio and to get fucking do whatever. <clears throat> but uh, I'm hearing this shit, dude. I'm on the second floor and I keep hearing this stuff. And it sounded like, uh, it sounded like the lady down there or somebody down there is getting like assaulted or raped. I'm hearing this fucking crazy noise. And that's why I got these headphones. I'm like, dude. And then uh, <clears throat> I'm hearing this shit, dude. And I'm like, you know, fuck that shit, dude. So now we would we call that? Am I like really concerned about this person's life or their safe well-being? I don't even know this person, but I know that it's a white lady that lives down there. And already my my homegirls tell me, yeah, that broad's crazy down there and shit. <clears throat> and shit like that. Or, you know, she's just... I don't know, she's an older lady, kind of good looking too, but uh, maybe I had a different idea in my mind, maybe I was going to go down there, and, uh, I don't know, because the girl was playing with herself on the couch, maybe I had a different type of romantic, uh, erotic type of thing in my head, but that's not true, I'm standing with a shovel, with these big old headphones on my ears, and I'm like, man, something's going on with shit downstairs, and so, I'm not just going to stand by and let it happen, you know what I mean, so, I told her, I said, man, I'll be right back, she's like, no, oh no, this was later, so I fucking, I said, I'll be back, dude. And uh, so I smashed down the fucking stairs, and I got this shovel, and I fucking kicked the fucking front door open on this house, dude, on this lady's apartment. So I kick in the door, and I fucking come smashing in the house. And she comes walking into the living room. She's all, what? I'm all, yeah, you all right? She's all, yeah, I'm okay. I'm all, is there anybody in here with you? And uh, she's all, no, I'm on the look. So I fucking look, went through the little apartment, little one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, there's nobody in there. Then I went to walk around into the kitchen, and I heard this. I heard a voice say, there's chicken in the refrigerator if you want some chicken, like if I was hungry. I'm all, and I said, you got chicken in the refrigerator? And uh, 
And I'm talking to the lady. I'm all, man, I was hearing, I was telling her, hey, man, I apologize. I have to kick in your door. I thought you was in trouble. I was hearing a bunch of noise and shit. I thought she was open. So, and I'm, hey, I'm sorry about your door. The hinges, the fucking, the frame and shit was all hanging off the door, uh, thing, off the wall. I thought, I'll come tomorrow and I'll fix it. She said, oh, don't worry about it. And then uh, she was kind of actually just calm about it. I mean, she wasn't really tripping. She was just like, what's up? And uh, so now I'm thinking, oh, man, what a dumbass, dude. <laughs> I tell myself I feel like a dumbass and uh cause there was nothing wrong with it dog and so uh so I just smashed back up to homegirl's house went upstairs and locked the door and we drug the mattress out on the like a futon mattress on the back patio and we're gonna fucking kick it oh and I was waiting for a homeboy to come over I was waiting for a homeboy to come over and bring me some money and shit and uh so I'm waiting for him so we're back there I hear a knock on the door. My stupid ass. <clears throat> and she's all, don't go to the door. Don't open the door. I'm like, I'm waiting for homeboy. I want that fucking money money and shit. I opened the door. There was nobody there. So I said, well, fuck. Maybe he got tired of waiting. So I smashed down. I was going to go get him. The two cops were standing down there. Why is this thing making a noise, dude? So the cop was standing down there. and Two cops. And I told him, and they asked me what happened. I said, man. I told him I thought this lady was in trouble, dude. And uh, so I went, and I was hearing noises and shit, so I went and kicked the door in. <clears throat> she said, well, she called the cop, but she's not pressing charges or nothing, but, so they arrested me for being under the influence anyways. And uh, so I went to jail and shit for that. And it said on the uh, police report that I kicked in the door saying I, I had this, Get the chicken out of the refrigerator or save the chicken out of the refrigerator or something like that. So we got a laugh out of that shit. Yeah, that was fucking funny. And uh, they did it again to like that same type of shit. <clears throat> yeah, I got back to the fucking packing. I should have paid for it. Homeboys were laughing and shit. I went in to save the chickens and all that. <clears throat> I went to save the chickens from the fucking refrigerator at this lady's house because I thought she was being raped or something. It's fucking good cock story right there, man. Motherfucker. Yeah, it's not fucking funny at all, dude. But, uh, and then it happened again. I was living, I had this apartment a couple years later, and, uh, I had some, uh, neighbors. I lived in, like, a back house on the alley, and then, like, a little one bedroom apartment, and then, like, a front house. And I had a good friend that lived there before, and then he moved. And then, uh, then these other people moved in. There's this couple, and some Mexicans, and, uh, and my, I have a niece, or a little, actually she's my little cousin, a second cousin, my cousin's cousin, or my cousin's like my sister, so I called her my niece, but, uh, and then they were doing these, they did a lot of voice to skull, they'd fucking with my head a lot, man, and, uh, so I'm, they're, I'm making me sound like fucking, my niece is running around and fucking, she's up there with these fucking neighbors or something and fucking doing stuff and making these noises and fucking, uh, so I went up to the fucking thing. I didn't kick in. The, I knew more better this time. I went and knocked on the door. I said, hey, man, if there's some noise come out of here, dude, you got people in there? And the lady, the girl's like, no. And so I'm like, well, so I go, I'm going to let me in the house, dude. And she's like, I ain't got nobody in here. Fuck you. So anyways, so I went back. I'm like, fuck, man. I these people are fucking with me. And they did it a lot when I lived right here on California Avenue. So anyways, her homeboy like I, comes over. And I had homeboy, the same homeboy with me there with me when I happened at that Pyrenees. Anyways, and he comes to the door, and I go out into the park, in the park, in the alley with him and shit, and 
he's all with the you know what's up and so me and him boxed and shit and, and uh that was it it was squashed and we was kind of friends after that i said hey dude i fucking heard voices you know what i mean and fucking i thought fucking people up there somebody was in trouble and i had my fucking wife's the same way but we had he had to you know defend his fucking property you know his shit so but we handled our business and shit you know what i mean he was like all right and he shook his brother's hand and my dude and i told explain to him i'm here and shit but uh, so was that was that. So they did that shit again, trying to fucking in, uh, trying to fucking I- instigate that shit, dude, and get people in a wreck with that V2K. That V2K shit's bullshit, man. They did that shit to me so much, and I just fucking was so fucking angry. And I'd have people around me, or I'd had girls come to my house, some girlfriends, and we'd be fucking chilling and shit, and they'd be doing this fucking shit, and I'd go off, man, because they won't shut the fuck up. And the homegirls were like, "What the fuck." tripping out and I got fucking friends leaving and shit and they're fucking off my fucking date or the fucking you know what I mean my hookup <clears throat> cause I can't fucking I'm not gonna fucking fuck these motherfuckers man yeah so that was one of them stories about out the gate by 8 and the spoon by noon back in the pen by 10 okay so how did I put the notes here uh, 36 hours uh, same scenario yeah, that's the same one right there. Fighting late in the alley. Yep. And, uh... Now, that, all that fucking V2K shit, man. They do it not only to me, but other people. And people look at me like they heard something fucking stupid. And I didn't even fucking say nothing, you know what I mean? And they're trying to fucking get people in a fucking wreck, man. That's it, dude. I'm done. That's all I got to say. I'm gonna play my song now. And uh, I'm just gonna start getting mad about this shit. So, uh, yep. Where the men are men and the sheep know it. That's right. Bleak, motherfucker. down New Orleans, an old man sits beside me and says, tell me about your dreams. I said, hey, mister, I have a dream that I don't think that you like. You're easily offended. I suggest you take a hike. He said, son, how the hell did you get this way? What makes you feel? What makes you real? What makes you full of hate? I told him that I was tired. Of all the left wing lies And being white power man It comes from something deep inside We talked all about politics And about equal rights And I looked deep down into his eyes And I'd seen that fire die Five straight back at me, son. I said, How to get so far? 
I said, listen, mister, it ain't my fault. I've been trying really hard. And he said, son, how the hell it get this way? What makes you feel? What makes you real? What makes you full of hate? I told him that I was tired of all the left-wing lies. And being white power, man, it comes from something deep inside. Dressed like 1860s and his skin was ghostly white. He wore an old gray jacket that bore the stars and bars. He said, trust me, son, I know how you feel. I've been down that road before. And he said, son, how the hell it get this way? What makes you feel? What makes you real? What makes you full of hate? I told him that I was tired of all the left-wing lies. And being white power, man, it comes from something deep inside. He said, keep up the good work, son. I'm sure that you'll go far. If you don't, the devil sure is gonna leave his mark. Finished up a whiskey and stepped onto the street. I said, hey, Mr. Thanks for the drinks. I didn't even catch your name. He crept into the fog and I just had to let him go. I knew right then and there that I didn't need to know. Then out the cold fog echoed more than I could see. The vice of Almighty himself said, you can call me General Lee. Son, man, I'm glad you feel this way. I'm glad you feel, I'm glad you're real, I'm glad you're full of hate. I told them that I was tired of all the left-wing lies. And being white power, man, it comes from something deep inside. 